0: all these women at the bridal salon just like what did you envision for your day and I would be like what they're like what did you picture for like your wedding day like what's the vision and I'd be like this is why I need to go home I don't I don't have a vision I don't have a picture (laughs) so I kept so then I was just like I just pictured being single and successful like I don't have any sort of vision Hello, and welcome to Planacious Podcast Feature It. I'm your host, Barbara Ginty, and I'm also a CFP, which is a certified financial planner. Although none of that is going to come into play today because I'm here with my producer, Potter, and we are here to talk all things wedding. We had a few of you write in and ask some questions, and then we're just going to chit-chat about wedding things because I am getting married here in July, and it seems like all of you are very interested in this, which I wouldn't have thought about. And this is probably my biggest splurge in my life because as you all know, I'm very conservative with my money and I take my own advice, but I feel like, I don't want to say it's all gone out the window because I'm still really budget conscious, but I never anticipated ever spending money on a wedding. I also never thought I'd get married. My motto was single and successful for a very long time.
1: (laughs) We are breaking (laughs) everything down, Marv. I love it. I'm so interested to hear about how your Expectations are lining up with reality because, like you said, you are very conservative with your finances, and that's kind of your whole thing. That is (laughs) your whole thing. Weddings have a way of absolutely destroying that in people, so I like soul crushing.
0: Soul crushing. Yeah, I was interviewed for. We'll see if we get it. If we do, we'll announce it on the pod. But I was interviewed, and they were like, "What do you like?" like at home, like, or with your friends, like outside of work, I think they were expecting me to be like different. And I was like, Oh no, I'm like the same person. Like everything I say on the pod, like I do myself, like it's all the same.
1: That's a really great point, Barb. Barb the persona is Barb the person. Like you are, Uh you are one entity. You do not have a, a stage personality you, you are always you. And I love that about you.
0: Thanks. I wish I did. I think my mother wishes I did. My mom like, enough with the money talk, Barbara. Enough with the money talk. We don't want to talk about money.
1: And I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. Sorry. That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, you get it from your dad.
0: Yeah, I do get it from my dad. So my mom sometimes is like, enough. Nobody wants to talk about emergency <laughs> funds. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, but no, so yeah, the wedding thing, I really – because, you know, we had on Natasha back when she got married and she chose, which I fully support it because they had just purchased a house. She chose to have a very, very small wedding. I mean, I don't know if she'll like that I say this. I, I would really call it more of a dinner party. It was really fun. We did have dancing. I guess dinner parties don't have dancing. We did have dancing. But it was basically my family um, and his family. And his family is small. Um, so it kept it really small. Like if his family was the size of our family, it would have been a bigger event. But it was basically our family. And his family. And then he invited two friends. And I think she invited three friends. And that was it. So it was really, really small. Because their decision was with COVID, they could get away with a really small wedding. And that's what they wanted. And they wanted to save money for, I think it was windows. Uh, Their house needed. Yeah, it was windows. Their house needed new windows. All new windows. And Potter, you know this. because Yeah, windows are no joke. Windows are so, so expensive. Um, So they chose windows over like having a bigger wedding. Um, And they like. I, yeah, obviously it was there. I was made of honor. It was a great time. Doesn't regret it. Was really happy with how everything came out. And so I never really pictured having a big wedding or spending a lot of money. I actually kind of always thought $10,000. That was like in my head felt like a good number. So it turns out you can't do anything for $10,000.
1: You cannot even like spit. No. it. a wedding for $10,000. And I know that there's people who are listening who probably had extremely frugal and beautiful and gorgeous weddings and completely pulled it off. But I, as a person was not able to, like, I I did not have it in me. You have to, people who pulled that off, you are incredible because it's- There's a lot of DIY and there's a lot of
0: figuring out how to, and I'm not saying you can't because I host a party for my clients every year and it's, but it's a two hour thing and it's heavy appetizers is technically what it is, but the clients think it's dinner. Cause it is, it's a full, you don't need to eat after it's a ton of food, but it's heavy appetizers and that's $4,000. And I don't know, but it's really creeped up. I've been doing that event for two, no, I've been doing that event for nine years, same event, same place. Same heavy appetizers. We switch it up a little. You know, sometimes we eat meatballs, sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. But generally the same type of thing. I believe the first year we did I think it was $2,500 or 2000 And so I looked at it this year when we did it because obviously we've had inflation, right? And a lot of food costs have gone up. Uh, staffing costs have gone up. So when we did it this year, I was real nervous because it's an open bar for two hours, um, wine and beer. And so like I was like, oh, dear, what is this going to cost? But then it came in around $4,000. And that was for, I think we had 77 people.
1: Um, and for reference, this is in upstate New upstate York. Upstate right? New York.
0: Yes. For reference, this is in upstate New York. Also for reference, we've been doing it there for nine years. so they And we do it every year. So it's like a known event for them. Although we did skip that big COVID year. Um, and so we do get a, a nice deal with them. They really work with us on the pricing because the pricing, like, it needs to be a reasonable cost because we also do donations. And so like, I have a set amount for like, how much are we donating and how much are we spending like actually on food and beverage? And so I was thinking about that. Cause I was like, if you double that and that was a wedding and it was a, it's literally two hours, it's five to seven. That would have been $8,000 if you doubled the number of people. And it's just two hours. Like it's not enough time to like spend, like it's, it's quick, if that makes sense. Like to go and, and talk to is, everybody that's
1: there. Feeding people, right? That's not decor and no there's no
0: decor that's that is just
1: and no that, yeah, that's
0: just heavy appetizers and wine and beer heavy appetizers and wine and beer um and they get some like little to-go desserts like little mini cannolis little brownies mm. so yeah so it's like a good amount of food but my my cousin works in food and beverage and he was like i don't know how they did that for that price like you're really lucky that they do it for that and i was like oh really it's gotten more expensive he's like yeah no the price was Really good because he came and wanted to know because he works at like a competing place. So that made me feel like a little bit better. So, yes, you could probably get away. I'm sure there are people, as you said, who could do it for $10,000. And that was like always because I was engaged before, like pseudo engaged de- domestic partnership, that whole thing. And um, in my mind at that time, because I was newer in the business and had more overhead, it wasn't in as good of a financial position, the budget I had set was $10,000. And I remember looking around and it was going to be really hard to stick within that but anyway so then that didn't work out and then I was like I'm just gonna be single and successful so at all of these wedding dress try-ons because got a wedding dress thank goodness I was that crazy person though I must tell you who went to I no less than 15 salons all <laughs> over the country <laughs> so all because I had a set price point my mother was like Barbara I'm gonna buy the wedding dress I was like I don't care whose money it is it shouldn't be more than this amount of money and she, she was like But you're, like, literally going all over. Like, you're spending hours and hours and hours and hours. Like, I was going by myself at a certain point because, like, nobody wanted to go anymore. They were, like, we're over it. (laughs) like, like, this is no longer fun. This is no longer fun. My mom was a really good sport because she really never thought I'd get married either. And so she was, like, really excited in the beginning and on, like, the seventh salon. She was, like, I think I'll just, you know, you let me know how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, she was like you're too worried about the price so the wedding dresses were like really crazy expensive but I did finally find one after a ton of salons that like felt like a good price I don't know I thought wedding dresses were I feel like wedding dresses are over I think everything in the wedding industry is overpriced but I was really surprised how expensive wedding dresses were versus like a really beautiful gown in another color
1: Sure. Are you willing to share what that price point was? Oh, yeah. I'm really proud of myself. I mean, I went
0: to 15 salons. It was $1,400 and shipping was $25. And I shipped it to my aunt in New Jersey. So there's no sales tax.
1: You didn't haggle for shipping?
0: (laughs) For $25? I was expecting them to be. So they were like, okay, so shipping. And I was like waiting for it to be like,
1: I don't know, $100.
0: And they were like, $25. I was like, perfect. And they're like, and it's going to New Jersey? And I was like, Yes, I texted my aunt. I was
1: like, Expect a wedding dress. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. My parents live in Oregon. I have definitely I mean, I realize that's across the entire country for me, but I have definitely shipped set there to avoid sales tax. I think when I bought a computer, I shipped it to their house and like There's a sales you know, tax?
0: It. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So my aunt is gonna bring it up. And the woman was like, Well, okay, so like when's your wedding? Because, like, you have to get it, and then you're going to bring it to Utah. And I was like, don't, don't worry about that. I fly on Delta a lot. They'll help me with the wedding dress. I'm not worried. Um, I can just put it, like, in that little cabinet somewhere in the front of the plane.
1: Yeah, but that anyways, is it, one thing that they'll, they will go out of their way to help you. If you drop that wedding dress word, they will make sure. Because the last thing they want is, like, some social media shitstorm because they ruined your wedding dress or something.
0: And I also love Delta. I know that sometimes they don't always deliver, but I generally – I have flown Delta pretty religiously since I was 22, um, I just missed diamond status this year. I just didn't, I didn't, didn't have it in me to take a, a status flight, which is where you just like, fly just
1: like round trip it round one trip
0: just to get your <laughs> for no mind. reason for no reason people haven't heard of that but that's like a status trip and I just didn't have it in me because I would have had to do it like right after Christmas just before the end of the year just to get my diamond so I was like oh whatever I'll try next year but no when we got engaged Delta gave us like free drinks on the plane they were really lovely um so I'm, I'm not worried about that but anyway this poor girl so I got um my dress at Jenny U. I I think they're fantastic they have amazing price points. You can get like all different price points. And so I really wanted to, I really wanted to dress from them because I really like their style. It's really simple. And I really like their price point. But the first dress I tried on was a bit more than I wanted. And it went on sale. And so it went on sale. And so I bought it. And then I had like immediate regret because I was like, it didn't have everything I was looking for. Everyone's like, oh, when you find your dress, you know. And I was like, I don't know. But I also never had that feeling. I never had that feeling. When was like, I was oh, the
1: same way. I was like, this is a nice dress. I think <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're always like, when you know, you know. And I was like, that's never worked for me. I've never known. Like when they say, oh, when you meet the person you're going to marry, you know. No, I don't. When, you, when you're when you buying a business, so you'll know. No, I did not. Like I don't know. Like don't, I don't, I miss that. Like somehow I was born without those feelings. I don't
1: ever know. I'm right there with you. I don't know how people don't spend their entire time just like second guessing and overanalyzing and losing sleep. But apparently some people just know.
0: Yeah, I don't. So the people, the person who does know in my life is my sister. So when I don't know and people say, you should know, I ask her and I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, this is right. This
1: is the right move for you. (laughs) You You are more valuable than words can express.
0: Just so valuable because I don't have that whatever feeling and all of my decisions usually even when I second guess everything are usually good decisions but I like agonize and analyze and ask 1000 people what they think I should be doing and then calibrate that data and then kind of mull through it again and then yeah it's a terrible decision. But with the wedding dress, I, the first one I really liked and this lovely woman at Jenny U was like really lovely. And then I canceled it after it went on sale and then I reordered it, went back on sale, reordered it, and then recanceled it. And then was like, this is too stressful. It's such a big decision. You have to order it so early. I just cannot. And so I was like, I just, you know, I might just go buy a white dress somewhere off the rack and all these poor girl women, because it's all women, I didn't meet any men, but And I would like, get really overwhelmed at the wedding dress store. Cause I'd be like, well, like, what are you, what's your vibe? Like what? And I'm like, I don't know. I have none. I have no, no. I need someone here to answer these questions. These are overwhelming questions. So that's, I hate it. The wedding dress thing. But finally I went back to Jenny, U with my mother in December, which apparently is like too late to buy a wedding dress, but whatever. And their 2023 line had come out and my mother picked out a dress that I was like, I don't like it. And then I put it on and I was like, yep, I'm going to get this one.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I love the like the the enemies to lovers scenario with the wedding mm-hmm. dress.
0: My mom knows me really well. She's uh, she's always done a good job like throughout my history of like helping me pick out dresses. And like she kind of just, I don't know, I would never go shopping in her closet really. But like whatever, I don't know. She like will go through a whole store. She picked out like a A couple of dresses of mine that I've worn multiple times in many weddings. Like, we've gone together, it's been on the sale rack, and she's like, Oh, I think you should try this. And I'm like, Mom, I think it's ugly. And then
1: I put it on, and I'm like, Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) Oh, I love that. She has that magic power.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So she, like, which was better because, like, the first time we went, I had picked things out, and so had the um, woman helping me. And she did a great job. But then the second time, I was like, Mom, I want you to walk around and look through the whole thing. And then she picked out ones, and I was like, yep, this is it. I'm going to do the one my mom picked out.
1: Oh, that's so sweet.
0: Yeah, it was perfect. And it was cheap. It was like in my – I wanted like under – I originally wanted under $1,000. And when I couldn't find anything for that price, I was like, okay, under 1500 And I was like, good job, mom. It was in my price range.
1: That's awesome. And then you got to do alterations.
0: Or do you? No. Okay. So that's the other thing. Okay. So I'm a – okay. So now
1: all you listeners have known me for years and years and
0: years. Now I'm letting my full crazy show, right? Like I'm a complete lunatic. I was like, I'm absolutely – not having it altered. Like I don't want to spend a fortune on alterations because I heard through the grapevine, like my sister, my cousin, that the alterations can cause almost as much as the dress. So part of the reason I canceled the first two, as you all know, I had long haul COVID last year. And so on all I was on all of these drugs and I blew up like a complete balloon. And it actually didn't feel, I didn't feel as big in the moment as I have looked back on some pictures and I really It was like someone inflated a balloon. And so when I was going to order that first dress, she had said I had to order a size six. Now I'm generally a two. And so I was like, I don't want to order a six. Like I'm not a six. I'm just on all of these hardcore drugs for, for, to like handle the long haul COVID and they all have super bad side effects. And so that was like another reason I kept canceling it. Cause I was like, by the time my wedding comes around and I'm off all these drugs and I'm able to work out. Sidebar, I broke my ankle, so that got a little bit delayed.
1: Surprise.
0: Surprise. I think that drugs, like, affected my bone density. But I was like, this dress is going to have to be completely reworked if I'm back at my regular size. And I'm sure this woman was like, yeah, that's okay. Like, it's better to order the size that fits you. Because I'm like, she doesn't know I'm crazy. And she thinks that, like, I'm just saying I'm going to lose weight for the wedding. Rather than being like, this is actually the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life, including college, you know, freshman fifteen just because of the effect of the drugs. And so I got off the drugs in September 1st. It was my first day with no, I was off all three drugs I was on. You had to like go through withdrawal, the whole thing. And I started to deflate. So I actually bought my wedding dress in December and she took my measurements and then took them again and then said to me, something isn't adding up. Would you mind putting the dress back on? I just, I am like a little thrown off on the measurements. Your waist is like two inches smaller. I, I just think- so she had me put the dress back on and she's like, Yeah, so your measurements are very different than last time you were here in August. And I was like, Yeah, I'm off all the drugs. I told you, I wasn't lying about this. You're
1: like, so I mean it.
0: I meant that like I was like significantly bigger than I was because when you're on those drugs, you like it they they, they make you big. You like retain water and you're like swollen. Um, so I ordered the the dress that I fit had never been tried on because brand new season like 2023 and it was a four and it fit like a glove. So I was able to order the size. So I don't actually think it'll need many alterations. Fingers crossed. Well,
1: good then. You can save on alterations.
0: That was a very long winded tangent, but yes, that was like my other concern with ordering because they were like, you have to order the dress in the summer. Otherwise it won't be here in time for next summer. And I was like, I don't want to order a dress when I'm at my largest size ever, ever.
1: Yeah. I remember when I bought my wedding dress, the alterations were like wild. Like they made me order a wedding dress, like five sizes too big. And then the alterations mm-hmm. lady was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it <laughs> was a whole thing. But luckily I went to the alterations place I went to had like a cap. Like it was mm-hmm. I remember the dollar amount. And this was years ago now, but I want to say it was like $300 or something was the cap. Um, so that was nice. It was guaranteed that I wasn't going to spend more than 300 on alterations. It might yes, because I've heard
0: thousands I, on alterations. Yeah, Like 1,200, 1,500 on alterations.
1: I think when you get into like, I think it depends on the complexity of the dress. Like when you get into like boning and like yeah. whatever, I don't know the fancy words, but um, yeah, I think it all depends on the dress. But okay. I want to jump back to the very beginning you guys got engaged tell me what your expectations were as far as budget like what did you think you were going to shake out at
0: okay all right so my parents because this is full transparency spent paid for my sister's wedding and so my mom and dad and you know this worked out in my favor because she got married first my mom and dad were like we spent 30,000 for your sister we're going to give you 30,000 and I was like no that's okay you don't have to like I'm almost I'm 38 years old like you don't need to give me money and this was a first, because generally my parents' attitude has not been this way. My mom was like, well, if we gave it to your sister, we're going to give it to you. And I was like, okay. Now, Just a little background. When I wanted to get married the first time, my parents were like, we're not giving you any money. <laughs> You're on your own, which is hence where I came up with $10,000. Um, and okay, so then I sold my car during that used car peak where you like got a bunch of money for it which was like lunatic so i was like okay i'm gonna take the money that i got from the car because it's found money like i never expected to sell a used car and make a profit so i like added a little bit to that but not much but basically what i got from the used car like from selling the car and then i added that to my parents and then so i was like forty-five thousand dollars is the budget
1: okay yeah and then now we're what six months out from the wedding? Yes.
0: We are six months How out from the are wedding. You
1: feeling about that 45 number now?
0: I love it. And I want to go back there. I want to go back to 45. I would like to <laughs> revisit that number and I would like to be at that number. And we are going to do another one of these with a guest who's also getting married. And I text her on, I, I think I've texted her and my sister at least three times and said, I'm canceling. And they're both like, don't cancel. It's going to be okay. And my um, assistant at work, who's like, amazing and we're a little bit of different people but we work phenomenally together she said to me I quote please don't cancel your wedding over gift bags (laughs) rational yeah I was like but it feels like a reason she's like it's not a great reason to cancel and I don't want you looking back being like I canceled my wedding over a gift bag and I was like okay she's like just take a deep breath it's gonna be okay
1: yeah you know what in my experience, the gift bags went out the window. Like those were the types of things for me when it got the, the kind of like last things on the list like that, that you start doing after all the big expenses were paid for. For me, these those just were, I was like, nope, no gift bags. No one's going to get a gift bag. They won't notice. They won't care. Because I feel like you go to a wedding. It's always those things when you're leaving, they're just all over the tables. Yeah. No one's taking them. So I'm like, we're not doing it. I can't do it.
0: Yeah, so the gift bag had me cause a meltdown, and basically because I wanted to do it, and apparently there's a gift bag fee to, like, have them handed out, which was, like, hundreds of dollars, and I was like, that's not in my budget, and so, so basically after that little conversation, I was like, okay, so we're not doing, so I basically just have eliminated anything that, like, caused me anxiety, and then if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. There you go. I also started using the word event instead of wedding.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel but- like
0: when you say wedding, they're like, oh, unlimited
1: price. Totally. Yep.
0: Okay, so here's what I've done. So we got engaged in June. We knew we were going to get married. We got engaged late because I was so sick, um, unfortunately. And so we had he had wanted to get me mar- and propose over the, the holiday or over, like, in the wintertime. But I was, like, really in bad shape with long-haul COVID, like, in bed, in pain, like, going to the hospital a bunch. And so that got all delayed. But before I got super sick, we had reached out to a venue that we'd like, we reached out to a couple of venues. And one of the venues that we really liked was like inner price range. We got the pricing proposal, we got the contract. So we like signed for everything then. And then I went back to being, I had like a couple good days and that got done. Um, so we actually booked our venue before we got engaged. Cause I knew we were going to get married. I just didn't know. I didn't want to get engaged when I was so sick. If that makes, like, I wanted to be able to have like a glass of champagne and enjoy it and not be like, In bed, in pain. No, that makes Um, complete sense. So we kind of did things a little backwards. So we booked the venue because I had a couple of good days and that we were able to get that done. And that was all over email. And like, I would just, if I had a couple of hours where I was not sick, I would do it. So we got the venue booked and then we got engaged later because he wanted to get engaged either skiing or on a hike, which I was on board with. But because I was so sick, I like ended up not skiing at all. And then I had a couple of good days and so we got engaged in June... Like literally in a window where I wasn't sick and it was great, I like actually cannot believe I was like up right into it. it was like the only big hike I did the entire year, is the one I got engaged. So once we did that and then we tried the I tried the wedding dresses in August and then because I was on so many drugs and still not back to normal and still not feeling great, I was like you know what after I canceled the dress twice, I was like these people think I'm crazy. I'm just gonna wait until I feel better until like I am like healthy again and then I'll work on the wedding dress and I don't care what they say about the timeline like if it doesn't work out I'll figure it out but I don't want to be buying a wedding dress when I feel my worst totally our next partner has a product I use literally every day I started taking AG1 because these past few months I've been prioritizing my health as I've recovered from a nasty case of long-haul COVID I love that it takes the mental work out of getting my vitamins and supplements in because with just one scoop of AG1, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients, and probiotics. It's been super simple to incorporate into my morning routine because there's virtually no prep required and it tastes great. Plus, it's way cheaper than a fancy coffee habit. If you want to give it a try, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free 1-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and Five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash future rich. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash future rich to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So we delayed everything. So we got the venue, we booked a venue in April and then we got engaged in June. I like attempted the wedding dress based on everyone's timeline. And then it was like, nope, I'm going to go on my own timeline. And so then, and then also with the business, I was like, I don't have time to plan the wedding other than the venue. You have to do other stuff until 2023. This will be a 2023 project because I'm intending to be healthy and feel good in 2023. So basically all got deferred until January. And so I think I've gotten everything squared away between January and now. Well, that's impressive. February 3rd. Yeah. I just didn't want this to be my whole life for a year, you know?
1: Oh my gosh. And they didn't yeah, have the bandwidth for it. It's the worst. Planning a wedding. <laughs> I think some people enjoy it. I thought planning the wedding was the worst thing in the world. And before I had planned a wedding, I would have thought that people were so dramatic when they say that it sucks. Like, I, I it really, really sucks. It's like planning – all the stress of planning a huge event, but add in – Every single family politics yes. dynamic, dynamic you've yes. ever experienced in your whole life, it's all there, baby. <laughs> like,
0: I know, inside. I feel like I've heard people be like, Oh, it's so stressful. And I was like, it can't possibly be. Cannot be it cannot be stressful. And it is stressful. I do think that like I've been on the fence of like, I don't care if it happens or not. Like I don't. And that has been like definitely a good mindset to be because there's so many problems. There's been like so many issues. And so my attitude has been like, fine, then I'll take my money back and we'll cancel. I don't care. Yeah. Um, especially after my, my lovely assistant, she's not really, well, she works with me and she was just like, just don't cancel it over gift bags. She's like, you're just so far into it. She's like, just kind of change your mindset a little bit and it'll be better. And it was like great advice. And so now I'm just like, it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, yeah, we you came
1: reach up- the point where it's like it's happening and whatever happens, happens. And I promise you in the rear view mirror, it's going to be, everything's going to be perfect and you're going to be so happy you did it.
0: Yeah, but- and so that, that's why like I really, because I was like, I never pictured having a wedding because I always kind of, first of all, I didn't think I'd get married. And second of all, I thought I would like not want to spend the money on it. But we were talking about this before we came on and you were like, in my opinion my like i don't regret the spend and i'm hoping i think that like at this at my age where i've already done like i've checked off a lot of the financial goal boxes i do think i'll look back and i think it'll be nice especially as everyone in my family is getting older like to get everybody together for a party will be a great memory
1: yes um i specifically remember talking to my family at my wedding. My wedding was I, I, like almost exactly a year after my grandmother had died, and I remember all of us saying to each other, "Like it's so fun to be together, not at a funeral. Like this is great." Yes. And it's that's the sad reality of life is that like as you get older, a lot of the times when you see your family is at it's funeral. Funerals. Your funerals are weddings, so like you might as well have a wedding because.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking too, and my parents are like on my case about this is like, you don't get to take it with you. And like, I've done a good job with all of my financial goals. And so like, it's not, I'm not having a wedding at the sacrifice of not buying a house or not paying off debt or, you know, like I I'm fortunate enough that I've, I've put myself in a good position. And so, yeah, like, I don't want it to be used for a funeral, right. I'd rather (laughs) (laughs) the money be used for a wedding or like a positive event. Um, And my fiance has lost a bunch of friends recently. And so we were at one of the memorial services and he was young. And I remember being, well, we went to two memorial services, actually very sad. And I remember being like, and you, they having a big celebration of life. And I was like, It's so so much better spent on a wedding than a celebration of life. Yes. So that put it in good perspective because it's just money and you can always make more of it. Um, And I do think money is like a super fluid thing and you should enjoy today while saving for tomorrow. But yes, I think we've got it. I've done a couple of things that are maybe a little bit nutty, but um, the venues pricing for, I didn't lock in pricing for a rehearsal dinner. And the pricing was absorbent. and this was like another moment in time where I was like, "I'm gonna cancel." And so I just decided I'm just gonna throw a backyard barbecue at my house for the for the welcome.
1: Reception. Oh, that's so fun! Mm-hmm. I love a casual night before situation for a wedding.
0: Oh, don't kill me! It's two nights before, and the <laughs> okay. So, so listen to the problem. Listen to the problem. Okay, so the 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 actual place where I'm getting married the night before was like crazy crazy pricing but we decided to get married in the summer because where we're getting married in the summer is really comfortable temperature my house is like 20 minutes away but it's also going to be 25 degrees warmer so if we did it the day before we'd have to do it really really late for the temperature to be comfortable to be outside because nobody not everyone can fit in my house and I was like I'm not having a party at my house at 7 p.m. till like 11 p.m. the night before my wedding because oh
1: yeah that would be a nightmare I could planned-
0: that will be a nightmare. I want to be in bed. I don't want to have a huge party at my house the night before the wedding. So then I was just like, I'm just going to make it Thursday. If people are here, go come. If they're not here, they won't come. And that's fine. Good for so you. Thir-
1: I really Thursday. feel like post-COVID, so many of the wedding rules no longer apply.
0: Yes. And so we're stretching it out because we had a bunch of like activities that are like fun for the local area, including rock climbing. And so we were going to host rock climbing the day of the wedding, which is, in hindsight, Kind of insane because like we have to make sure people have rentals, we have to get everyone to the rock climbing, we have to set up all the ropes, we have to do all this stuff, and so that was going to be the day of the wedding, which I decided was like also too much, so we yeah. just moved that. We just moved that to the rock climbing event. If you want to be in town and you want to come to that, so the welcome reception will be Thursday, rock climbing will be Friday. So if you're not interested, you just won't come, and then the night before the wedding will just be. This is really fun. It's just going to be s'mores
1: oh, I love that. That's so great. It's relaxed. You don't want to have to worry about like basically throwing a wedding before your wedding.
0: Yeah. That's what it came down to. And like, I love, I've gone to weddings where they have a party the night before and I loved it, but we just couldn't make it work with the budget because the pricing for the night before was coming in like comparable to the wedding. And I was like, that's, that's, that's insane. So I was like, you know what, we're just going to host something on Thursday. And if people, because it's a destination, if people end up making a long weekend out of it, they'll come Thursday and we'll have a food truck, we'll have alcohol and music and it'll be really fun. And it's going to be late, right? Like because of the temperature, it's going to be starting at seven, probably go to 11 because that's when the time, when the sun isn't out, when it's. Well, the sun will still be out because it's summertime, but it will be cooler. And then Friday will be rock climbing. And then Friday evening, we'll just do the wedding party. We'll do a dinner. And then everybody will be welcome for s'mores by the fireplace. And that'll be fine.
1: I decided. That's great.
0: But it saved like $7,000 or $10,000.
1: That is nothing to sneeze at. That's a lot of money.
0: It's a ton of money. It's a ton of money. Yeah, it's a little unorthodox. But we're going to do it that way.
1: So let's talk a lot of the, when you put out on social media asking for questions, a lot of people brought up DIY.
0: Um, I feel like the
1: the rehearsal dinner kind of falls into this category. What else are you DIYing (laughs) for your wedding?
0: So the rehearsal dinner definitely fell into the category and my mother and my sister said, if I'm going to do that, I'm required to hire a coordinator because I'm not allowed to DIY that. I need to have someone assisting because they said I will be a lunatic. They know you. (laughs) They know me because I'm a big, 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 big fan of DIY. And just to give you some background, when I opened my new office and moved buildings, I went to Ikea no less than four times and bought all the furniture and we put it all together because office furniture is so expensive that my entire office is outfitted with Ikea. Just we have like a a bar, so I'm very DIY. -er. Yes, yeah, so that's my baseline. Like I'm willing to go to Ikea, the outfit and office, which I don't, I don't know any other person that did that. So I am DIYing the rehearsal or the welcome reception. I am DIYing, I DIYed the save the dates, DIYed the wedding website. So I didn't, so I designed that page. And like, so the wedding, uh, the save the dates were like, I think $30 and then obviously stamps and then we're not doing any invitations because they're, they're ridiculously priced so it's just a website on the save the date and then i'm diying all of the signage so like anything you see at the wedding will be me doing it now we have this is like a big part i i'm just not spending that amount of money on, on flowers i just cannot so flowers are tbd but i'm not i'm not putting down the flower prices are
1: these things flowers die like it's not something flowers you keep. die. that is, you know, no one talks about that enough. Flowers die and you pay a lot of money. A lot for
0: of money. Are the, the flowers pricing, like if you do like a bunch of flowers, like came in at like the alcohol budget. I was like, people would rather alcohol. I think. Flowers are pretty, but like I've been to a lot of weddings. I will say I remember yours. Yours weren't flowers, but you had a beautiful installation. But I don't remember any other weddings what their flowers were. I could not tell you what the flowers were.
1: Honestly, the only reason why I notice flowers now is because now that I've been married, I know how expensive they are. So when I'm at a wedding, I look at them and I think, wow, those are really expensive. expensive. But if I didn't have that knowledge, I really wouldn't notice them that much. Um. Yeah, a little money saving thing I did is my amazing florist. Big shouts out to you! I don't. I'm not gonna say her name because she's been on the pod. And she's been on the pod. I don't want to yeah. say her real name, but um, she's an angel on earth. And to save me a little bit of money, she took. So my wedding venue was outdoors, or my reception venue was outdoors, and she took. She ran around the property and took branches and like sticks and twigs and stuff and did a big installation on this sort of like blank wall behind the band. It was so cool. It was so creative.
0: It was so, uh, everyone talked about it. Everyone's like, oh my God, it looks like there's like a tree, but wait, it's not a tree.
1: It was, it was awesome. Genius. It looked so cool. Um, And it saved us a ton of money because we had this really cool thing that we didn't have to. Pay for materials for. Now that being said, it's still the labor is expensive too. um, Right for florals, and I, (laughs) I got married two hours outside of the city, and so I was paying travel fees for most vendors. Most vendors in that situation as well. Um, My spouse and I. Very naively thought we would save money by having our wedding outside of the city. (laughs) We we thought we would be getting you know like non-city prices, and instead we were just paying premiums to have city everyone come outside of the city. So learned a lot of lessons, and the cool thing is you don't get married twice, so these lessons just go to waste.
0: They go to waste. It's a lesson learned and not used.
1: The lessons are learned, and then they're just filed away forever. But um. Oh, another hot tip that i thought of when you were talking about your website i when i got married i know that i paid like i don't know 15 dollars a month or something to have cuz i didn't want my ur my url to be like i wanted the personalized Yolo. url yeah <laughs> of course yeah you know i wanted it to just be like myname.com or whatever and then Probably a year after I got married, I'm <gasps> like I was still paying for it. <laughs> oh no,
0: you forgot to cancel
1: it. Yeah, classic. So everyone, if you want that fancy URL, set a reminder on reminder. your phone to cancel it the day after you get married. And I remember I like emailed the company to like you know to, to get money back. Get money back, and, like, money me back. Me money and they back. they had no mercy. They were just like, you're an idiot.
0: <laughs> you know, I thought about doing that because everyone does it, and so um, ours is like we're using with joy. So it's with joy. Like I was like, you know, I'm not doing that. So, okay. So I'm not doing the personalized website. I'm not doing invitations. The save the dates I literally made myself. So like, they're not fancy. My mother's like, we can't really see your face. I was like, don't worry about it. It's just, it's just the, it, the date needs to be seen. And the wedding website it doesn't matter. Cause it was a picture. We it wasn't even professional photos. Cause we don't have any of those. So it was just like a photo a friend took of us. And then this is like really the controversial one. Because I did ask our your very lovely um, florist what her take was, and she disagrees with me, and I'm just going to go against expert advice, which I generally don't do, but I'm not going to pay a florist, and if we do flowers, they are going to be DIY from Trader Joe's.
1: I have a friend who did that for her wedding um, a few months ago, and it worked out great. She Oh, amazing. I don't know how many Trader Joe's are in your area, but I think the morning of her wedding, she went to like three different Trader Joe's um they were in the bay area california so they had like plenty of trader joe's available and they like divided and conquered and just like bought a bunch of flowers from trader joe's it sounded like it went well
0: i heard that you can pre-order them from trader joe's
1: oh no way oh i wouldn't wonder- yeah <laughs> you know i know I, <laughs> I like went into
0: like a a dark space on tiktok and found every diy video and i've like bookmarked some and so some of them said that you can like pre-order Or you could also pre-order from Costco. And so I'm just hoping – here's my hope. I don't know if there are – I'm hoping a couple of my cousins will, like, volunteer to, like, put the flowers out if I will get the day before. Because by not having the party the day before, it gives me some free time the day before the wedding, which I'm hoping will allow me to have time to, like, go to Trader Joe's or go to Costco's and get, like, pre-ordered flowers. And then hopefully – I know my sister and her husband are going to help and then hopefully someone else will help me put them together and then hopefully someone will put them out.
1: Um, oh, but right, that's so my plan. Getting married, you get to boss all your friends around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like really hoping that everyone will volunteer for the, because I figured like, cause I had a very bad experience with flowers in high school where I did like a fundraiser for the high school because I was president and nobody showed up for the flowers. So my poor father and I were like tagging flowers until like 4am. And I remember being like, I'm never doing this again. And so it, I'm hoping it doesn't turn out as bad as the student body fundraiser that I did solely with my father. it um, sounds
1: like there's no way it could. Also, it made all it the could. sense in the world that you were student body president. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I remember that day we went to the school, we dropped off like all these like roses that were individually tagged, like from this person to that person. I think you had to pay a certain amount to like send it. And the and then I dropped them off. I gave them to the the principal. I was like, here are all the flowers. This is by grade or whatever. My dad was with me. And I was like Okay, see you later. I'll see you Monday, or whatever. And he was like, Where are you going? I was like, Oh, I'm going back to bed. No one showed up. And my dad and I did this all night. And he was like, you, You're cutting school. And my dad's like, She worked all night. So, yes, she's going to go home. Oh <laughs> I was gosh. like, Thanks, dad. Uh, yeah, he was like, Yep, you worked all night and you made sure you delivered what you promised. But, yes, you can skip school since you stayed up till. My dad and I sat in the basement in because you had to keep the flowers cold. That's a thing I had learned from that experience. So we sat down there with like hats and scarves and jackets on because you didn't want the flowers to die while you're like tagging them and sorting them and everything. So I do know they have to be cold. So that's why I'll hopefully just get them the day before we have a refrigerator in the garage that we can use. And I'm hoping we get some volunteers for the flowers, but I'm going to DIY flowers or we're not going to have any. We'll figure out something else for the tables
1: yeah you're getting married in a beautiful location people can look at the mountains if they want to look at something pretty
0: <laughs> yeah taking the view that's why we're having it here so here, we're gonna diy that um i am having a photographer so i'm paying for a photographer mike is in charge of music that's his like one big thing and so he has a friend who djs so we'll see how that turns out he seems nice
1: he the way to I go That'll be awesome
0: yeah and then i'm just gonna make a spotify list just in case like just in case that doesn't work out as well right. as we think it will <laughs> because not that I don't have confidence in Mike, but like I talked to them, cause we have to have a wedding coordinator. So we have a, we didn't do like the full boat wedding thing. We did like month of, which was like her recommendation to help with the seating chart. And then it, because the venue requires a coordinator. And so we did that. And she said, when I was like, Oh, Mike hired his friend. She was like, Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> she was like, is he going to have a microphone for the vows? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, is he going to do music for you walking down the aisle? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, how many weddings was he done? I was like, zero. <laughs> and so she, I asked Mike, I was like, he was like, I don't know. I was like, you're going to have to like mention all of this because like, Otherwise you have, I was like, you're in charge of music. So you have to solve these problems. Like these are your problems. This is on your to-do list. So then he reached out and it turns out he can give us a microphone. And then my cousin is our officiant. So he's free. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. DIY. And I didn't do a, uh, I did not do a wedding party.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. So it's my sister and Mike has the best man, his best friend. And that's it. Nobody that's else.
1: That's the way to go. In my opinion.
0: I, that's what I thought. So I figured like all my friends will come anyway and they'll all get ready with us anyway. So like why make, they can wear what they want and do what they want and yeah. It's easier.
1: Yeah. I feel like wedding parties, well, I don't want <laughs> really <get> to, into it, <laughs> but I feel like it's a bit of it. It's almost feeling like antiquated at this point. It feels very like, why can't everyone just hang out? You can all hang out and have a good time. You don't need to like put a, put a formal label on it. You don't yeah, that's kind of what like, I literally dressed women following you around.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't feel like what they want to do, and I feel like I'm gonna invite all of my girlfriends to get ready with me, and they can if they want, and they don't have to if they don't want to. So that's it's great. like, do what you want. And the thing that I'm most excited about, and just like keep your fingers crossed for me that this goes well, is I'm organizing a hike the morning of the wedding, oh,
1: I and we just have to that. hope
0: I don't fall and break my ankle again like I did last oh time. Oh my I gosh, hiked.
1: Barb, we're gonna wrap <laughs> you in bubble wrap
0: oh my sister's like do you think that's a good idea and I was like I generally don't break things when I hike so it was it's like a one, only happened one, one time. time one time so I'm gonna organize so I'm like really excited about hiking the morning of my wedding and so far all most of my girlfriends are in for that so I think that'll be really fun and then we'll come back and we'll get ready and hopefully it's really fun I'm just trying to think if we splurge I think the splurge for so everything basically is budget right like the photographer I found a, I think I'm like really excited about our photographer. But I reached out to some people I followed on Instagram for their pricing, and I was like, no, I'm not spending that. And I do think ph- photos are really important, 100%. But I found yeah. this woman who's a little newer in the industry, and I loved her photos and felt like we got along really well. And her pricing was like what I wanted to
1: spend. Like it was. How did, yeah, how did the, the, the pricing line up with your expectations?
0: Well, once again, I did a deep dive and I reached out to so many photographers and spent so much time on Instagram. A lot of the pricing came in at like eight to $10,000 for people that had like bigger followings. so that I really liked their photos. And so I was like, there's got to be somebody that I like that isn't at that price point yet, right? Because I feel like that's comparable to like my industry. Like at a certain point, you just get too many clients. And so the only way to resolve that is you just raise your prices, Exactly. Right? And so I appreciate that all those women have done really, really well, and they're only going to do so many weddings. And so therefore, the price point has to be at X. So they make their... They make what they need to make for income. But I was like, there's got to be somebody else who's a little newer in the industry who hasn't gotten to the level where they're completely booked out and charging higher prices. I just have to find that person. And then I spent a lot of time on Instagram. So I don't know if I've actually saved myself any money given the amount of time I
1: the searched The opportunity cost.
0: Yes, exactly. But I found this woman who did these pictures and it was on like, I showed Mike and he knew exactly where it was, but it was a hike to this area and Mike and I love that she like hiked up there with them, right? Because that's like that eliminates some of your market, right? Like if you're yeah. willing to do that. Totally. So I was like, wow, this this lady hiked up there for these photos. Cause these photos are incredible, but it's not like in a field. Like this woman had to hike her crap up there with these people. And so I reached out to her and we started talking and she's like a huge skier and a huge hiker and she's like, yeah, I'll go wherever you want to go to take photos. Like I don't care where it is. And Mike was like, this is her. Like, we need her. Um, Even though our venue is not a
1: lady, Because Mike will have you on top of a mountain.
0: Mike will have you on top of a mountain. Like, can you rock climb? So we are actually going to do a ski shoot. Oh, that's so cool yeah she's an avid skier so she was like sent me a picture of something that i had already found that was like kind of an inspiration photo for me and she's like i would love to do this and i was like i'm so glad we picked her because i don't know how she found this photo out of every photo that exists in the world and sent me the exact one i have tagged as my inspiration but she's a huge avid skier so like we're buying her ski pass for the day and then we're going to do a ski shoot in in a month or two here yeah so i I I feel like we'd like that i'm super pumped about it she's also was like not ten thousand dollars like was in her price i mean she's expensive it's not like cheap but it's not it was like what i was expecting to spend for a photographer and so i'm really stoked about her so i don't want to say she was a i feel like the photography is a bit of a splurge compared to everything else but it was like what i wanted to spend and then the biggest splurge is really the venue right because that's like where they really get you um tell me
1: about this negotiation with your venue or well i don't know if it was the one that you chose but you had a little snafu with a, a venue right
0: Yeah, so I'm a tough negotiator. So I have my set price and then I just haggle. I have no shame. I'm like, what if you can reduce this price? What if we get that for free? What about this? What about... I am shameless. So yes, I haggled a ton with one venue. Um, I asked for a freebie. I asked for everything. I have no shame. It's a lot of money. And I feel like they act like it's not a lot of money. And so I really... I'm nice about it, but I have a set amount that I want to spend in my head and I'm not budging from that number. I'm not budging. So we're just going to try and find a way to get to that price. So the one thing I did, um, my venue did agree with for me is I got rid of dessert. Like I'm not, we're not paying for like, part of their pricing was like including dessert and it was like strawberry shortcake, which sounded lovely. But my mom is like, you're getting wedding cake. I don't know why, but she feels very strongly about that. And um, I worked out to make your mom happy. Yeah. I was like, she's like, you're getting wedding cake. I was like, I don't want to pay for it. She's like, I will buy a wedding cake. You're getting wedding cake. And even my fiance was like, I don't care about a wedding cake. I was like, Jess cares and Jess gets what she wants. So my mom is buying a wedding cake and it, I did the pricing on it. And the pricing is actually cheaper than what they had booked in for dessert for the venue. Um, So wow. we're, yeah, so we're eliminating dessert. And that that saves us some money and then we're just gonna get a wedding cake. Because apparently, according to TikTok, no one eats the cake.
1: Yeah, I feel is like when the cake comes out, everyone is drunk. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's exactly what I'm planning on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I gotta be honest, I haven't been to a wedding where the cake was like super memorable for me as a guest.
0: Yeah, same. So we're gonna we I found a, a baker that like does a cake for like two hundred and fifty dollars, so also, I'm hoping we get a volunteer to pick that up so we don't have a travel fee. And then we'll have a cake and people want it. They want it. If they don't, they don't. If, okay, so here's one thing I really wanted. I really would love churros because Mike and I love churros. I'd love churros. churros. as a dessert, But I think we're just going to do that at the, we're going to try and do that at the welcome reception because I don't, the venue is just so expensive. I don't want to pay churro prices for them.
1: Yeah. That'd be a fun thing to have at your, your welcome party.
0: So I feel like the splurge will be the venue and I've negotiated with every venue that I've come in contact with. I negotiate Hegel. And so I've gotten a lot of the pricing down to where I want it to be. Because one of the things that we were hearing was well with inflation. I hate that. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's your job as the business owner to plan for that.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's, it's tough. There's like, Every year there's something new that happens that people get to just like throw around as an excuse. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're still hearing, I was doing something recently. I can't remember what it was. And they gave the, well, you know, with COVID excuse. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> like, it, it's what? been so long. How have you not figured this out yet? Um, I can't remember what it was. I reached out to customer service for something and I got... Uh, just a stock email back that said like due to COVID like it's going to take us a really long time to get back to you basically and I was like I, what? we've been doing this for three years now yeah so I could totally see how now everyone's just throwing around inflation as the excuses why things which like it is why things are so expensive but I'm sure it's being overused
0: yeah I I like the reason you book a wedding so early and the reason there's a contract is to like lock things in.
1: Right, right. The
0: downside of locking things in that early is if you haven't accounted for price increases properly, you have, right. If it was not locked in, you could charge whatever you want. Right. Exactly. Then, but we you lock in venues so early for a wedding that unless you, if you didn't prepare properly for inflation, which who could have, because it was a 40 year high, right? Like inflation jumped so significantly that we haven't seen that like in such a long time that it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of venues didn't prepare for that. Yeah. And so yeah, pricing, pricing definitely went up. I'm sure. And I'm sure anyone who's planning a wedding. And the other thing that's interesting that I've heard before or more recently is that some people who got engaged at the end of 2022 cannot get a wedding venue for 2023. They're completely booked
1: that is wild.
0: Yeah. Cause I guess there's such a delay with COVID, you know, that people are now having, people are doing things differently with, with post COVID, which is great, which works out great for us because like it's post COVID, we can do whatever we want. Like that yeah. idea of it has to be a certain way went out the window with COVID. But I think now a lot of people are having, you know, who maybe got married during COVID and now want to have a reception or what have you. So it's like really, it is really, I did think it was really hard to find the venue. There's just not as many dates available. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what we got going on this year. Wedding planning. But thankfully, we have most of it done at this point, I think.
1: That's awesome. You can just stress about those tiny little details until July. I
0: I have like haggled my heart out. And so hopefully I'm no longer haggling for a little bit longer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can relax and sort of deal with the... Now you can just deal with family politics.
0: I know that one should be... (laughs) On my side of the family, it'll be pretty easy, thank goodness, because everyone gets along. Um, So I think Mike will have his hands full. Yeah,
1: it's tough. I mean, ooh, yeah. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) saying this as someone, my spouse and I, both both of our parents are still married. Like, I can't imagine what it must be like for people who, between the two of them, have, you know, four sets of parents.
0: Yeah, so Um, we're going to be dealing with that. My parents are still married, makes everything is pretty seamless on my side my family's crazy but like good crazy I think Um, I'm sure there'll be like a little bit of drama somewhere because there always is but we like vacation together we have Sunday family dinners so a lot of togetherness so like I know what to expect with them Um, but yeah Mike's parents got divorced when he was young so there are two sets of parents
1: double the fun
0: Double the fun. Yes, it should be interesting. Double the
1: pressure. Double the fun. Double double the fun.
0: Double the pressure. But yeah, and we'll probably, I said, we'll bring on another former guest who wants to come on and talk about wedding planning too. Um, So anyone, if you have any questions, I am down to share all of the prices. I've already mentioned where my splurge is, which is the venue and my save is going to be all of the paper stuff and flowers I know I'm gonna get a lot of crap for that but that's gonna be my where I save some money um so yeah gosh yeah I think
1: we went we covered all of the we more or less covered all of the listener questions we got but guys keep reaching out like if you want to know more send us a message
0: I'm here for it
1: Full transparency well yeah some transparency
0: (laughs) i know and since i am paying for it with my parents i like mentioned to mike i was like i'm sharing all of the details and since i'm paying for it i feel like it's fine um oh and the other thing we didn't talk about maybe we'll save this for next time is um maybe we'll do this when we have our guests on to talk about weddings is prenuptial agreements which is a hot topic
1: we should find an expert If you are a prenup expert, we want you on the podcast. Please send us a message. We should find someone. That would be such a good episode.
0: Such a good episode. We need a female. I want a female prenuptial expert. Yeah. Men,
1: sorry. Sorry.
0: Sorry. (laughs) So if you know a matrimonial female attorney, let us know and we can bring them on. We can do a little discussion about prenups because I feel very strongly that prenups, you should have a prenup. Do
1: you? Oh, I we got to get someone on. I want to yeah. have that talk.
0: Okay. So we'll do a follow-up on prenuptial because I feel like it goes hand-in-hand with wedding planning.
1: Oh, absolutely. I can't believe it didn't come up. We've been I talking know. for 53 minutes. I can't believe it didn't come up.
0: Actually, I will tell you the lawyer fee is one of my largest um, expenses for the wedding.
1: Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got to have a whole prenup. Yeah. Plan,
0: okay. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't having a prenup, we could have a lot of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah so all right well for all of our lovely listeners we appreciate you we're super excited for this season um our most up-to-date information is on instagram and on tiktok you can follow us on tiktok we are now on tiktok and please write in all of your questions and we can't wait to engage with you this season